0: Hello and welcome to the National Trust podcast. Last week we were in Cliveden, exploring the fascinating characters there. In this mini episode, we present one of Cliveden's most intriguing tales, the story of the Sandsea Diamond. In 1906, William Astor gave some extraordinary gifts. To his son, Waldorf, he gifted Cliveden, the house and the grounds, and to his daughter-in-law, Nancy, he gifted a huge, pale, yellow diamond known as the Sansi diamond. The diamond, now, it's the size probably of a large horse chestnut and it's cut impeccably I'm looking at a photograph by the way I don't actually have the diamond in my hand I wish I did I'd be I'd be gone but you can actually almost see the lines dissecting the diamond as I look at it it's an amazing piece of jewelry now the story of the diamond is quite complicated it begins in 1570 Several sources suggest that it belonged to Charles the Bold, Duke of Burgundy, before it was passed to the King of Portugal and then sold to Senor de Sanci. Then others claim that Sanci came across the gem in Constantinople. Now, Sanci was a savvy guy and he loaned the diamond to the kings for all sorts of purposes. I can imagine that some of that was just to show off, because there can't have been that many diamonds around of that size. While King Henry III of France used the stone to decorate his cap, a cap that he had taken to wearing to cover his premature baldness, it's quite a big, extravagant way of decorating a cap, I would think. Henry IV wanted to use the diamond as a way of financially securing his army. But the courier tasked with transporting the diamond to the king never arrived. People didn't know whether he a courier had stolen the diamond from the king, whether he had just run away with it himself. One legend alleges that he was ambushed by bandits while transporting the gem. In a final and desperate attempt to save the gem from robbery, the courier swallowed the stone before he was murdered. But it was later retrieved from his stomach in an autopsy. The diamond is not only a thing of extravagant beauty, but rumour has it that it possesses mystical powers. Some say it brings invincibility, others say it carries a vicious curse that brings a violent death to those who carry it, like the poor courier. He wasn't very invincible, was he? Once the gem was cleaned up, after it came out of the courier, Sancy sold it on to James I in 1605. Then from there, it changed hands again through English royalty and into the hands of a French monarchy. The stone was stolen during the French Revolution and wasn't seen until it turned up in the collection of a Russian nobleman. Over 40 years later, it was sold to an Indian prince. From there, it made its way back to France before resurfacing again in 1906, when it was bought by William Waldorf Astor. After he gave it to his daughter-in-law, Nancy, It stayed in the Astor family for 72 years until it was sold to the Louvre in 1978 for $1 million. Today, the diamond is kept in the Apollo Gallery, a suitably grand resting place for this incredible stone. So although the Sandsea diamond now lives across the channel, its history is still entwined with that of Cliveden. Thanks for listening to this week's National Trust podcast mini-episode. Join us next week to enjoy the sweet sound of birdsong. Until then, from me, Alan Power, goodbye.